Hey, this is Derek Gebhardt, and you're listening to NDZ Radio. Check in, tune in, tap in. Live, you idiot. Live. Oh, sorry. Listening to New Dogma Hello and welcome to another New Dogma audio situation. It is episode 33. This is Andrew. I am here with Grant and Mitch. How are you guys? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, could be better. Yeah, of course. With the footballing results, etc. It can always be better with the footballing results. Yeah. I will say it has been... Very beautiful, scenic driving around these parts this time of year. The the, the trees are in full color. Fall is here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, we're going to actually get a proper fall this year and not have to like be jettisoned right away into winter. Well, like you know, we- normally it's like you get your two requisite weeks of fall in, in right. southern Wisconsin, and right. then it's winter for right. six months. Right. Uh, but it feels like actual proper autumn here these days. Um might rain this Saturday before the Omaha game. Sounds like it's going to come through in the morning, but it's going to be a, yep. a bit chilly at Old Bree Stevens Field this Saturday. I think it's going to be the wind is going to be the big thing. Mm. Um, supposedly, there's going to be a nice wind. It's going to be whip, whipping around. You know, I love a good wind. A good wind. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we'll get to see Baron kick one in from, you know, from 110 yards out. Yeah. So. And, and then we can go on Twitter and talk about how it's the goal of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, well, it sounds like you're referring to something that's happened before. I'm not referring to anything. Yeah, Tim Howard. Oh. You know, giving it, giving up, a, you know, Tim Howard doing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was referring to him and everything, you know? Yeah, not yeah. anyone else. No. Good, good for him. No, good yeah. for Tim. Yeah. What have you guys been up to lately? I'm, uh, I'm working on a video um, for the club. Uh not necessarily for the club, but um, own personal project. Um, for the boys. For the boys. I like this project, too. Yeah. Um, if you want to get involved and you listen to this before Friday afternoon-ish. You know, fuck it. We'll put it out as soon as I got it edited. It's fine. Sure. Patreon backers will understand if it's out a bit early. Um. Send me send me a video, just a clip, one, two, three seconds, whatever. Just say. How do they send that to you? Send it to me. Uh, DM me on. Not via Twitter. Don't do Twitter. Um, or X or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Um, if you have Discord, <clears throat> send it to me on Discord. Um, if you have Facebook, send it to me on Facebook. Um, if you have if you're on on the Slack, send it to me on Slack. How about um, this? Otherwise, uh, otherwise, just just message me. Just message me. Be like, hey, how can I how can I get a hold of you? If 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 you are on Twitter, just be like, hey, how can I get this to you? And we will work yeah. something out. Um, but all you I can need also DM the New Dogma Zine accounts on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, we'll connect you with Mitch. Yep, and just just a one two three second clip of you just saying, I still believe. Just that's all that's all I want. Um, so. Doesn't have to be anything fancy. Um, put on your forward gear, your flock gear, or whatever, and just. I kept Floyd in the background of mine. Yeah. So that's Floyd up there. Oh yeah. 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 He's always watching. Floyd's always watching. Uh, Floyd is a flamingo, a stuffed flamingo on the top of Grant's bookshelf. We are at Grant's house in Middleton. And before we get going, too, I want to say, Mitch, you are wearing a fantastic hockey jersey. Yes. You, you usually wear a hockey jersey to broadcast. You have a special one on tonight. Explain. I do. This is the flock hockey jersey, the flocky jersey. Um, a flocky jersey. They are <laughs> get out of here. They uh, um, they were available. They were available for pre-order, um, and they now they ordered some extras, and they should be available for sale um, starting uh, starting now. I think I think they're available already on the uh, on the flock store, uh, fwdflock.com. Um, you can also, uh, I believe, buy them at the game on Saturday. 
Um, it is actually really nice. Uh, they are um, they are they look stitched, very, very high quality stitched letters across the uh, across the um, across the front. Uh, and they look they, a lot better than the prototype that's hanging up at working draft yes and that was a that was a prototype and that was um which we probably should have led with that when we posted them because these look nice and i thought based on the prototype that was there that they were going to be a cheap pile of shit the the prototype at working draft um has sublimated letters across the front and has sublimated uh sublimated shoulder patches um these jerseys that were in um, they were always going to have um, sewn on letters across the nice. front, and shout out to Olive in York. They provided um, they've provided for no additional fee. They provided the uh, um, the the uh, stitched patches on the shoulders, which was very very kind of them. Shout out to Olive in York. This is a very very quality jersey, and I believe this is the first hockey jersey they've done. Um, so really good work. You know, this is this is higher quality than a Fanatics yeah. jersey. Please, and this is their first Please send goal. any and all royalties from this advertisement to newdogmazine at paypal.com. <laughs> at paypal.com. So. Um, enough of this uh, shameless shilling. Let us talk about the no-code game. Uh, wow. Yeah. Talk about analogous for the second half of this season. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, this is this matches. It's the perfect microcosm of what the, the second half of the season has been. Have we played bad soccer? No. No. Have we won games? No. Mm-hmm. Also no. <laughs> no. Also no. Um, and and that's that's the game sometimes. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, um, talking about it, I think, you know, if you look at what the causes. The big thing for me is you just look at that stretch of travel that we had with the amount of games we had, the amount of miles that we logged in, a, in about a month and a half. It's a lot. It's a lot. So. Devil, devil's advocate here. Every other team has had to travel like this. So, like, what is it that makes us special or different? Location, because, like, Location. even if you're, you're in the south you're, and you're traveling, you're not traveling, like... A trip to Charlotte for North Carolina is a bus trip. There's only one time. There's only one trip that we, that I think that we use for the buses for, and that's Omaha. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think that there's um, there's definitely something to be said about the location. The only teams that have an argument uh, to have it as bad as we do or worse are Fuego, Noco, and Omaha. And Omaha, I believe, actually gets two bus trips because I think they're probably close enough. To Colorado. to Noco, yeah, that would be my guess. Five hundred miles. Yeah, that's close enough. I, think I thought it was. I thought it was less than four hundred was the limit. But I mean, Keith I last time he was on I was saying it was five hundred. Okay, but I think either way, um, look, I mean, it's what it's what you said, Grant. But, you know, we played good football. We did have more missed chances yeah. in this game. Yep. Um, which is a running theme i'm getting fucking tired of having to say that phrase uh but it is what it is that's also a phrase i don't like having to say um but and also defensive mistakes that the opposition capitalizes on look the positives from this game much like other draws and in some cases losses that we've had uh in the second half of the season we held a very good attacking team this NOCO team, uh, we've held them to zero goals from their own play uh, in two games this season. Yep. Um, so they scored, they, the, the end result for this game, if you didn't watch it, is 2-0 uh, to NOCO. Um, but both were from set pieces. Yep. Uh, one, arguably a bit frustrating. We can talk a little bit about it. I don't think we need to break down the game play-by-play. Uh, Grant was on talking flock earlier this week. Again, Rob does a good job of, of does. Yep. breaking down uh, the play-by-play from the game. We are more of the uh, the vibes, the culture sort of side of things. Um, but yeah, it was it's frustrating to see that first goal uh, conceding a foul on the edge of the box like that. Frustrating. Always dangerous. Um, we could talk a little bit about that, uh, but let's talk about the commentating on this game fucking dire <laughs> like it, it again was like 
<laughs> John Madden-esque turn the fucking audio off and like I literally could have listened to anything else and it would have been more valuable uh I I don't understand why a commentator whose only legitimate sports tracks are for golf and horse racing actually not even horse racing more like just equestrian <laughs> is commentating solo soccer I don't get it like he 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 talks about the game, and, and this is this is someone we've had complaints about all and season like, long. Normally, I wouldn't be bitching about the commentary, but like, is this the Bree Steves guy? No, no, it's guy. it's the it's the guy it's the guy that makes you fall asleep. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I don't I don't understand why you got a guy who seems like he never has ever wanted to watch a game of soccer in his life having him commentate by himself. He doesn't care. Or at least if he does check. care, he doesn't know how to show it. It's a check. Yeah. It's a, it's a check. Yep. I that's mean, that's it. probably part of it. He's and living in fucking Tampa. It's it's so it's so sad because, I mean, not even just us, but every team in this league deserves better than that. They really do. Like, yeah, the, you, you, deserve, you deserve someone who actually pretends to give a care. I mean, part of this is like, Fans are subjected to this unless they turn the audio off on their, uh, you know, whatever they're using to stream. Because at this point, I mean, travel is prohibitive cost-wise for a lot of fans in this league. It's why a lot of clubs fans don't travel to away games. Right. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, I've tra- I have traveled to six away games this season, and it is, I, w- I would go on a limb and say it's probably the most that any one fan has ever traveled yeah, to would, every to 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 an away game in I one season. I think you've got that unlocked, Mitch. Um it's either him or Tickner. Yeah. Potentially Magnus is close, but no. Yeah. Magnus hasn't done six in a season. Yeah. I mean he's he's done he's I mean if you count the the home games, I think this year he might hit seven. But yeah. I'll put it this way. We know clubs are paying thousands of dollars the home hosting club is paying thousands of dollars for every single match to stream it through Vista World Link. Right. The least you can do USL slash Vista World Link, because I know it's one of fucking Justin Papadakis's buddies that owns that company, because God knows they didn't put out a fucking bid for it. Right. Have some commentators that actually are excited about what it is they're doing. If I showed up to work, oh, yeah, that's a really good thing that you did there. Great job. Good. I'd get fucking fired. Yeah. So at least make it worth the money that your member clubs are paying to have this produced, for one. And two, if you don't have employees that are willing to like put a little fucking gusto and elbow grease into what it is they're doing, get the fuck out of here. This is... Th- I have to assume that this guy went to school for this. This is his career. This is his livelihood. And he... I, I don't I don't know if it's that he doesn't care or that he's incapable of having any sort of emotion in his voice, but it's... Yeah, maybe that's just who he is. It, it, but if that's the case, then this is not... It's probably this, not the career. This is him. not the career for him. Well, it's not the sport for him. That, I mean, at least like, that. Like yeah, you yeah, said, yeah, like fair. G- fair. golf or, or darts, maybe. Or, or, darts. or equestrian. Equestrian's a great choice. Or tennis. Or tennis. Like, yeah. Not. You want to be a good dressage announcer? Yeah. Great fit. Great fit. But the, I tell you, that horse jumps show. over. That horse jumps over the obstacle. You better fucking give it up for that horse. I'm telling you. Wow, that's amazing. Great jump. <laughs> but, you know, I think the the commentary was bad. The officiating, equally bad. Equally bad. You know if Wheels is getting up off the ground, Pissed. looking at the, the official, yeah. shouting, that's bullshit, that something is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool, Mr. Uh, Church Choir Boy. Yeah. You know he's not getting up. Saying saying the Lord's name in vain. No. Uh, without there being something terribly wrong. Right. Right. And that the look that official gave to uh you know the funny thing is is like I looked up this referee. His day job 
is he works for, I'm fairly sure, for either Hyundai or Mazda as like an after-sales, like making sure that people are happy with it. Well, guess what? I'm not fucking happy yeah, with, your with the bullshit you're selling me as a referee. So what, fucking get it together. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Uh, get get some customer relationship uh, shit going on, man, because that was not a good showing. No. And, you know, the thing is, this is only the second game that he's been the second ref or the center ref for this season. He's been a fourth official for all but one other game. And I kind of figure, like, for a game this pivotal, why the fuck are you giving a guy his second game of the season as a center ref? Like, that's just shitty decision-making from pro. It's more of the same from the same organization that fucking Howard Webb ran for years. And yep. guess who's in the fucking hot seat over in England right now for uh, PGMOL? Oh, that's Howard Webb. Oh, it's the same guy. It's the same fucking weird guy. Weird how that works. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Huh, about mm. that. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Anyway tinfoil hat is coming off now uh, no, but it's no not. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not they're like it's still on it's like, still on I can still see it uh, anyway no I mean look all, all joking and ranting aside um, I thought we played really well the first half you know I uh, thought we did too Cheney yeah. and Gebhard uh, and and had good attempts I feel like um I especially like Christian's uh, flying uh, cross kick oh, to, yeah. to start the game. Just to start the game. We wanted to tally that yellow card as <laughs> yeah, soon as possible. As soon as possible, comes out with a flying cross Didn't kick. Didn't get it. Didn't get that yellow <laughs> card. But, you know, fair play to him for, for trying. Um, but, no, I mean, we we had some, some overall positive good play. Um, you know, the first half, scoreless. Uh, I, I thought it was fairly even, even though like most of the fans at the Forward Club were a bit frustrated at the, the chances yeah. that looked like they were happening. Um, I think Cheney's like, uh, shot that was blocked was one of our two, I think. Yep. No, one shot on target. Yeah. That I think, was in the first half. Was it, was it the first half that Mitch had that... Uh or am I thinking of the previous game where Mitch had that scissor kick attempt? That was the same game. It was in the second half. Second half. Yeah. The one that I think the big chance that we missed was was Derek. Yeah, and that went wide. And it went wide. I thought I'd like, when I saw the pass, I thought. It was, was a good buildup. Yeah, and I thought he was going to score. And so, but he just, he pushed it wide. Was that the one where Cheney kind of chested it yep. down and then yep. pushed it out wide to him? And he had an open channel on goal and yep. kind of just pushed it wide a little bit? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Frustrating to see that, um, and then yeah, it goes to goes to halftime level zero zero. Their opener comes um, from a foul that we concede at the edge of the box. Uh, well taken, I have to admit, it was a really nice goal, especially on turf. Yeah. Like, but like I said, and Mike, when whether you're playing the game or you're playing FIFA. You know, if you get a free kick and you get it in that range, you're pretty happy about it. That's mm-hmm. that's the goal scoring range right there. Yep. I mean, pretty much all you have to do is get it over the wall, and if you can do that, it's going to make it really hard for the goalie to get there. Yep, and he so, got it around the wall. Yep, and he got it around the wall, and just a beautiful hit. Did it go around? Because it looked like it went over. <clears throat> it looked it looked around to me. I think it was kind side, of like but it may have been a combination uh, of both. I think it's kind of like a combination of like kind of around and over on the the far side of the wall. Yeah. You know, but it, it it would have been real nice to actually see a a field level, a pitch level shot of that. Had the pitch level uh, camera actually been look, fucking filming anything interesting all night? Look, Andrew, we only pay six thousand dollars a game for these broadcasts. You think that they can do anything more? Than two poorly shown cameras and a terrible commentator in four eighty in four eighty p. I mean, is it too much to ask for seven twenty? I believe so. <laughs> you just gotta love nepotism. God damn, you know? this like, league is this league is ridiculous. Like 
for real. Like, this is a clown show league. Very, very unserious. I'll uh, I'll be sure the next time I go down to Tampa to uh, to knock on the doors of the offices and scream to let me in. <laughs> we will see how well that works. I was gonna say, let us know how that goes. Yeah, uh, you're going to jail immediately. Yeah. At least I got a buddy Forever. down. At least I got people we'll down there Magnus that'll bail me out. We'll have Magnus bail you out. I got, I got, there are Rowdy's fans down there that'll bail me out for doing that. Let's be real. That's true. Phil will probably bail you out. So. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, we just need to track down his phone number. Oh, I got his phone number. Uh, so. He probably changed it. That's true. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it looked like, it looked to me at the time, and I rewatched it a few times, like they did go over the left side of the wall. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah. But it would make sense that it went around because our guys didn't fucking jump at all. Right. And I asked it even at the time, why didn't our guys jump? Great. great. Or stick a fucking leg out. Or, or a shoulder. Yeah. Do we have anyone at the bottom of the wall? Because normally we have Cello no. laying down. Yeah, no. that might be part of it. Yeah. That's... I don't know. I don't know if they were afraid that they, that they were going to pass it to someone on the wing and they wanted cello out there to to handle that potentially or what but i mean in in the end i don't think it would have mattered either way no no it was a good hit no yep and then i mean the the rest of the second half lots of heavy touches from our guys um i think grant you talked about it with rob but you know if, if zemo controls cheney's pass better in that 51st minute it's it's right like, after the free kick. Yeah, it's it's yeah. likely a level game. Yeah, absolutely. One on one with the keeper. Yeah, uh, just a little bit of a heavy touch goes goes right to the keeper. Yep. Um, yep. Frustrating to see it, um, but then later in the 70th minute, uh, Jacob Kroll comes together with Aman in the area. Uh, you know, it, it it looked it was really hard to see actually what happened. Again, camera angle is part of it. Um, Whoever was crawling, controlling that field level camera, which they kept fucking cutting to, even though like none of the slow mo footage that they had really had anything to anything. do with what happened. No. Um, no. But comes together with Amon in the area, and they call a PK. Uh, it sounded like to other people like it was sort of an accidental coming together, and Amon kind of made a meal of it. Uh, easy to believe given where it happened. Uh, but then he steps up to the spot and converts it. The biggest issue I had was that that ball was completely unplayable for anyone. That ball was going out of bounds. Doesn't matter. Right. It's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that it's got to be a mistake from Crawl because yeah. he doesn't make he doesn't do shit like that. Yeah. And again, it's that's something where maybe maybe the. Uh, um, maybe the altitude had something to do with it. Getting tired, you know. And this be. is this is the guy. This is the guy who, you know, everyone on the team says is is the, the most fit. The most fit takes ball. care of himself. Works the hardest. But you know, literally everyone says that, right? And you know, you're getting into the seventy, you know, into the seventieth, eightieth minute yeah. or whatever. And and you know, the altitude is difficult, even for guys Absolutely. who are fit. You know, like Absolutely. you know, you pace yourself a certain way when you're not at altitude, and then you get to altitude, and if you pace yourself that same way, it's not going to be it's not going to be the same. You know, if you're if you're putting you're putting out so that you're at zero percent at you know minute ninety, ninety five, a hundred or whatever, it's gonna hit that earlier yeah at, at that altitude yeah. so sure. I, yeah. and and you know when you get tired your decision making kind of goes out the window so y- you gotta wonder in terms of some of that i equated it to and i talked about this on rob show um i equated it to you know we've seen this in american football where the quarterback throws the ball down the field and both guys are kind of positioning for the ball and the receiver stops to kind of get because he sees, yep. and then the defender just kind of runs, runs into, into the back of him, and it's a flag every time. Because yep. it is, it's, yep. it's it's a flag every time, and that to me is essentially what happened. It absolutely was a foul. Yeah, I mean because it's like Amon stopped because he was trying to whether he trying to receive the ball, like even though it was over the top of him, right? And that's where it's like the NFL, the pass interference, it's like uncatchable. But you know, in in soccer, and soccer doesn't matter, right. and so. Um, 
Yeah, I think that that's absolutely what what the call was, and it left the ref with no decision other than to call a pin. Yep. And so, just unfortunate. So, but again, indicative of this second half of the season, right? You know, just because like what Mitch is saying, it smacks of a play of a team that's tired, and that that's probably if I could have one thing about this team, this entire stretch, it's like. How would you describe this team? I'm like tired. It's tough too because you know we we we've seen a certain section of the fan base, especially on social media, mostly on Twitter, but elsewhere as well. The argument being, who gives a shit if they're tired? They're fucking paid to play a game. Play the fucking game and do your job, right? That's that's what kind of what we've heard. At the same time, though, and you know we've been talking about this more recently, and I think. You know, as a as a collective unit, you know, our our belief since this club started, you know, and I even have told, you know, ownership multiple times, I don't give a fuck where we end up playing. You could put us in fucking NISA for all I give a shit. Like or USLP or you know, what whatever. USISL, old school shit, whatever it is. We're still gonna be here. Yeah. Eighth division. We'll still be here. The fans will still be here. The difference is the level of expectation. And the, the level of play is not that much different. Right. But the level of expectation for the habits and the professionalism and the output of the players is different. And what is available for them to recover. Right. Like, that's the thing. Okay. Yes. These guys are pros. But yes, at the top at the top level in the, in the Premier League and everything like that. You have everything available to you to recover after games, with like even an MLS an right? MLS same deal. You have the, you have the physiology. You, some some of it in championship. Some of it in the championship. Okay, you do not have access to that at USL one because of the financial situation that many of these clubs are in. So it comes down to the individual player on his own taking care of himself, being Jake Crawl, yeah, doing the things that he's the only guy in the club that's like. Going outside, but we see this where Nazim will be putting up his IG videos of him taking ice baths. Right. That's not something that's mandated by the team. That's it's like it's not something that's or the guy's doing like he's trying to take care of himself, like like next gen therapy or something like that. Right. That's not something the club is providing. That's something that the guy on their own on their own is going out and seeking. So when you're saying like. To the fans that are like, well, these guys are professionals. Blah, blah, blah. But situation is different. They're like us, <laughs> you know, trying that they're getting paid like us, trying to go out and find like ways to stay solvent. If you were paying me, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year to play a game that was beating me up week in, week at week out, yeah, it's gonna be hard to keep doing that. You know, but if you're paying me the you know, upwards of all this money or these things are are offered to me yeah of course i'm going to take care of my body i'm going to do these things but right now the situation we have in this league and where we're at it's so much on what exactly what you were saying it's on the individual and on the habits and all these things it's not as easy as just like well these things are available for these guys it's not that simple it's not that simple right yeah I, i and i think that's that's sort of the difference too is like we come at it from a fan perspective, and I think we love the access that we, fans have to these players. You you go up divisions, and that changes too. One hundred percent. We've talked about that. It's like, what's the cost to if you want to shake, you know, someone's hand in MLS? You got to have like a thousand dollar field pass. Thousand dollar field pass just for that, you know. And here we are, like having beers with guys at the forward club after games. So it's I think a different story. Yeah, it's just like the the. The level of play changes things in more ways than I think people realize. And like yeah. the fact that we have a community club, yeah. you know, well, look, we talked about this too. I think we can talk a lot more about this after this season is over. Um, I don't want to like, you know, <laughs> I don't want to eulogize this season just yet because it's not over. This fucking weekend is a huge, huge match. And I think, you know, I want to talk close out a little bit of the 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 Noco game with some of the stats that Mitch has, but like 
we still have a massive game this weekend, and we'll talk about in a little bit just like how much form goes out the window when it comes to these level of games. But yeah, uh, Darth of shots in this particular game. Yeah, um, eighteen total, nine for each team, um, which. That's a big change from the Lexington game because in that game, we alone had over 20 and there were 32 total. And um, I think I think a lot of that comes down to partially um, partially the, uh, the altitude. Um, but I think, you know, partially it's because we couldn't get possession to oh, the extent. That's a big part of it, yep. Because we, we held a lot of possession against Lexington. They let us have the ball a lot. And because of that, we we pushed a lot more. Um, you know, we let Noko have the ball a lot more, and because yep. because our back line is as good as it is, um, they weren't really you know they they weren't really able to get a lot of shots off. You know, the ones that they got, you know, f- for the most part, weren't amazing. But no. you know, shots are shots. Um, Lexington, their their back lines a sieve. Let's be real about it, you know. It is. And, you know, you can just look at the guys that they have starting on that team. And yeah. I mean, you could say it's that. It's a first-year squad. Yeah. 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 I mean, not like not yeah. like Knoxville. Knoxville's back line is, is much better. But no, but what I'm saying is that as a first-year squad, you usually have to leverage, are you going to be a defensive club or are you going to be an offensive club? They've, so, they've been able to do both, no co. No, and no co. Well, well this is their second season. This is their second season. Yeah. But like we're saying, but like, so Knoxville, so Knoxville kind of leveraged on defense. Defense, yeah. You know? Sure. I mean, and, when, when your striker is Jake Keegan, you're not getting offense. Exactly. Hey. You know, piss baby. And so, <laughs> but then if you look at like where Lexington was, obviously with Dioff. I mean, yeah, DF's got 15 goals. I mean, they they leveraged on offense. Yeah, and so um, I mean they've got they've got some very good offensive players for sure. But yeah, their defense is not great, and their right. their their goaltending at times this season has been very suspect. Um, and you know we 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 didn't completely take advantage of that, but we did it about as well as we could have in in terms of the chances that we got in that game. Whereas in this game. It just wasn't. It just wasn't happening. Right. Um, I mean, we just didn't threaten a whole lot this last game. Expected goals for for us was zero point four seven, which is not good. I was saying cracking. <laughs> very very low. Um, What's the lowest we've had all year? Um, I would probably say it was probably that zero uh, zero draw we had against Knoxville at the start of the season. Oh yeah. I would because. I'm I'm pretty sure that those two teams combined combined for 0.8 xg. It's horrid. It's horrid. <laughs> that, that is what they call in the industry a snooze fest. Oh man. Yeah. yeah that and was, that game was a snooze fest. It was horrible. It was did horrible. We, did teams. we watch that here or were we? At, I was at the forward club and everyone there was just like, "What are we watching?" I think here? we I think we watched it here. Yeah. Yeah, but. I think I I blocked that out of my memory. It, like it's entirely. It's such a bad game. Um, Noko had one point two six expected goals for this game, which you know each team had nine shots. I think that just speaks better to the quality of the chances. But I think um, you know, part of low, that was the the penalty was what point seven eight, yeah, something like that. So you take that away, and they're at point four eight. So so they had <laughs> another snooze fest of a game almost. Well, it really it, that's the thing is it, but really, it really wasn't. wasn't. No, it really it wasn't. wasn't. At all. It was just more along the lines of the back lines were so stout that the entire game was played in the middle third. See, and this is one of those things where I'm like, you know, we've been dealing with this on Twitter, you know, kind of this past week with people where they're like, you know, well, oh, even if this team makes the playoffs, blah blah blah, you know. But I'm like, look, anything's possible, but it really is. But, but really, is it? But no. I'm like, but I'm like, if you look at how we played the teams that are currently in the playoffs, right? We've, we've pl- held them on chances. We've played Noco really well. We've played we've, Omaha really well. We've played North, North Carolina, Carolina extremely, extremely well. well. You know, and, and it's like you go down the line, and we've played these teams. Ex- extremely well uh, the teams that we've struggled against are the teams that are below us i mean tormenta for whatever reason we couldn't like they figured something out 
Like they figured something out with us. And so that's one of those things where it's like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, do the job this weekend, get to the playoffs. I feel confident that we're going to put together a good performance against whoever we play. Yeah. We're going to play, we would play one. And Tormenta would be out, so we'd have to worry about them. Right. So we would, I, I, the team I would be most worried about come, come playoff time would be, Charlotte or NoCo. That's what I was going to say. I was gonna, this was my next question was, hypothetically speaking, we do the job this weekend or whatever happens. So say we get in. So we get in. We're the six. Who is the team that you are most, most scared of or most worried about playing in the playoffs? I'm, I'm going to say NoCo just because the chances of us playing Charlotte are next to nil. It would be in the finals. Um, NoCo... We would have to go on the road again. Yeah, like every single game we we and will play, have in the playoffs the will be in will be on the road. You know, hopefully we're there more than one day ahead of time to adjust the altitude. Right, we'd and absolutely have more fans than they would there. If we go to NoCo, I'm going. Oh, hundred percent. I'm going to every playoff game, no matter what. I I'll, I will not miss one. Funny you brought this up. Um, my bot my uh, my program lead today gave me a call. He's like Grant. You still have five days, because he he approved. I have the entire last week of December off. Mm-hmm. I took vacation, so I'm off. And after I did that, he called me. He goes, "You still have five days you need to use throughout the year." And I'm like, "There's a reason that I've been saving these days." I'm like, "I'm expecting us to make the playoffs, and I'm going to go like yeah. wherever they go. You know, I assume we'll you know we'll be talking and." and We'll get the we'll get the lads mm-hmm. fired up and we'll figure something out. But I think I'm in your boat. Like wherever we go, because we'll first happen. round would probably be Omaha, right? Um, it will be. Um, so Omaha would drop to third only if we beat them, which is the hope. Um, so the, and and both North Carolina and NoCo would both have to win. Okay, that's the that's the only okay. way that they drop. Um, I. Th- I think right now, um, third third spot is NoCo. They're Say we win this weekend, points. who do you predict we're going to play? Because you're the stats guy, you're the numbers guy, you're the percentages. Who would you predict that we're going to play? North Carolina's playing Knoxville. NoCo's playing Chattanooga. Um, it's I would say, I would say it's likely. Man, it really could be any of them. It really could. Um, if if I was to if I was to guess, I would say. North Carolina, just because I think that Knoxville is, I, I, I think that I think they have a decent. I go to Kerry. Ch- I think that Knoxville has a decent chance of pulling off a draw. Um, whereas Hailstorm, like Chattanooga, has been doing decently lately, but I don't see Hailstorm losing losing that game um, or even drawing it. That's at home as well. North Carolina is at home too. That it's just so weird. Like. I could see I could see any one of those three teams ending up in 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 the third spot or the first or the second, and I wouldn't be surprised about any of them. Yeah. I really wouldn't. Yeah. I would be shocked if all three of them lost, um, but I I wouldn't be shocked to see Omaha drop from first to third, and I wouldn't be shocked to see Hailstorm jump North Carolina right. or right. or all three of them win, and we end up facing right. Hailstorm. It's just it's really weird at the top three, um, and you know. We're going to have to face if we want a championship. We have to beat at least two of those three teams, and probably all three of them and in their in their house. And so, and outside of NoCo, we've beaten all those teams. Like we've beaten, we drew Omaha twice. Didn't we beat Omaha this year? No, we had the one-one in the first game of the season, and I think the second game was a. No, uh, we we beat them in the second game. Did we? Yeah, there we beat them one nothing because Aiden because Aiden had the goal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. I will take your word for it until I so see otherwise. The only team that like in the top three that we haven't beat is Noco. You're right. It was two to one. Yeah, two to one. Yeah. That was back in May. Yeah. Um Forever ago. It was forever ago. Yeah. Aiden in the fourteenth and Cheney in the fifty third. Yep. But yeah, Cheney had the winner, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so, Cheney scored against him twice this year. Hopefully he can get a third. Hopefully he can get a, a sixth. <laughs> Just drop a poker on them. Yeah. Yeah. Or a haul or whatever you want to call it. So now that we've beaten this no-co game into the ground with our expert analysis and stats, 
This is what we're all about. Yeah, 100%. Not about vibes. We're all about 100% accuracy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Given the most recent result and a frustrating run of them, how are you guys feeling ahead of this weekend? I'll let you go first, Grant. You let me go first. Of course you do. (laughs) You're such a gentleman. Um, I'm actually feeling, you know, very good. Um, I'm very confident about this weekend. Um, I've been talking with Chain a little bit, and the guys are chomping at the bit. I think the biggest concern is that are there going to be people out there supporting, like, the guys, Are I think... Are they that worried about that at this point? I think that they're worried about, you know, just making sure that, like, it's, it's a great atmosphere. And so that they... Because with the weather, but it's... Because I think that they know what's on the line. But I think that they're 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 locked in and they're ready to go. And so I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. And it's Omaha. So there's always a little added fun with that, too. Um... I won't say that I'm all about the kumbaya that's going on with some of the Omaha fans. I mean, I I can't. What do you mean? We're doing a tailgate with them now and, like, all this other stuff. I mean. What, what other stuff? No other stuff's happening. I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know. I just, they're, they're on, they're doing all their talking. Like, they've been talking all week. Right, of course. As you would expect, and so, so I'm like, why are we giving any type of quarter to these to these people? Their ten fans are on Twitter, yeah, and they're loud as shit, yeah. And I'm like, why? I'm like, why? Half of them aren't even gonna fucking come up here. No, the people that are talking shit on the internet, yeah, they're not gonna come here. No, they know. So the high majority of them. So I don't. It's just it's a fun it's a fun thing, and it's it's great to know that like we have our fate in our hands, and that. We're playing our rival. We can put one over on them, you know, and hopefully drop them down in the standings as well and, like, you know, take away the... So it's just, I think for me, I'm just excited for this game. Like, I'm just going to have fun with it. And whatever happens, happens. So am I confident? Yeah, I am. I think that the guys are, they're going to go out and they know that they play this team well and they're going to go out and put a good performance in. So, yeah, I'm confident. And does it mean we're going to win? I can't say yes. Because have we played bad soccer? No. Have we won a lot of games? No. <laughs> so, you know, and uh, it's just going to come down to I hope that the soccer gods on our, are on our side um, on Saturday. So, Mitch? 2021, we had Omaha in the second to last game of the season. The four games preceding that, loss, 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 loss. Basically eliminating us from the playoffs. We go into Omaha. We beat them in their house. Is this the... That was the Trimmingham game. The Trimmingham game. The Trimmingham game. (laughs) I've got that shirt. I know you do. In my closet. I I know you do. I think it's high time to break it out. I think you... have to wear that on I'm thinking you're wearing that Saturday, my man. Might have to. Yeah. There's a lot of dark energy around. And I'm thinking you're wearing that on Saturday. This is a team that has historically, despite whatever has happened you know, in previous games or whatever. This is a game where all bets are off. Anything can happen. It's in our house, which historically we have done much better against Omaha at our place than at theirs. Um, You know, this is the last game of the season. Playoffs are on the line. The last time we had that was 2019, and we went into our rival's house and we beat them. You know? All all we need to do is score more than them. Yep. Yep, that's it. If we can get one and we hold them to none, we're in. That's it. We're in. We're in. And that's all you need to do. We are partying in the Ford Club. And just <laughs> and if we knock down if if we knock down Omaha to that third seed where we beat them and then we get to face them again a week later. Oh, man. Even if it is in their house, that is delicious. who's gonna have who has that's gonna be who, delicious. Who has the momentum? That's gonna be delicious. You know, I follow man, follow us. We're delicious. I, you know, have have we been playing well? Yes. Have we been winning? No. But in a game like this, 
all bets are off. And if we're if we're coming in here playing well, that game in 2021, we went in there and we were playing like garbage. We're, we're garbage. Like garbage. And we still made it happen. Why not us? Why not us? Why not? Why not? I like where Mitch is going with this. Yeah, I mean, okay. So again. Yeah, what are your thoughts on this? I'm going to ask, I'm going to answer that question with a question. Okay. So, of course you are. a little bit more of Andrews being a dickhead and yeah. playing devil's advocate in this episode. Because yeah. normally, this, normally I'm this episode, so, normally I'm so positive. Yeah. About I was to say this episode. Yeah, normally I'm so bubbly. Andrew Schmidt, our shining beacon of positivity yeah, at all times. So bubbly, and you know what? I am in most things in life generally very positive. I would agree. Uh, Just not so, when it comes to this. Again, look. I've been a soccer fan for too fucking long and followed clubs that have middled and like underperformed well below what they're capable of. So I I am very well steeped in this where we are at right now. So let let's be honest, let's address a little bit of the criticism. Um get in and anything can happen. We we've been saying this you know, for the last like few weeks. Correct. We've been saying it since before the season started. But let's let's be real. We've never done as a club. I mean, yes, very short existence. Five years is fucking nothing in the grand scheme of things. No. But we've never done what we we're trying to do before. True. What do you mean by that specifically? Like a get into the playoffs in our last fucking seed. Uh, on a terrible string of games, run of form specifically, and then turn it around and try to win fucking everything. Yep. We've never done it. No. We never won a championship for one. And two, we've never done it on, on the back of the run of form that we are currently on. So how... Rob, like, said, Rob said this last night. I want to make sure this is true. We are the team in the USL with the longest playoff drop. Um... I mean, take away Orlando like half City. the fucking um, take away half the fucking league because we're they right. weren't here back in twenty nineteen. But I think exactly that that's, that's that's the that's the piece of it is every every other team that was in the league in twenty nineteen made was in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a stat that Rob was quoted by an Omaha fan. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> Great arithmetic, Omaha. Good math. Yeah, good job. Good math. Good job. Y'all are calculus geniuses. Yeah, you guys are nailing that common core, I tell oh, you. Oh, my God. Fucking yeah. A. I mean, technically correct. Yes. Technically correct. That's a NASA town, Omaha, right? Is that a NASA, NASA town? NASA town? Rocket scientists there? I don't think so. I thought they had train really? scientists. Oh, I think that there's a train all- scientists? Yeah, the Union Pacific, right? That's train what they scientists that's is what- not a thing. This is Omaha. Anything's possible. That's like saying train scientist. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's complex. It's train science. Yeah, it's train science. They're they're right across the they're right across the river. From we've got to we've got to get the launch. We've got to get the the launch speed just right. They're right across the. Or else they're going off the rails. They're right across it's, the. Uh, it's, <laughs> they're right across the river from Council Bluffs. I'm sure that some of some of what's going oh, on yeah. over there has made oh, its yeah. way across. I mean, I could see this being a train town. I mean, I mean, Northern Omaha is <laughs> it's, a tra- it's a train town. It's a train town. I mean, Northern nor- we're train people now. North Northern Omaha is is well known for for having uh, a disproportionate amount of lead in their water historically. So you know, maybe they have train science there. And based off of the the tweets that are coming from their fans, I would absolutely believe that this lead in the water th- is a thing. The argument today has been about playing on baseball field who the fuck gives a shit about that nobody gives a shit no look there have been other teams fucking phoenix for one that have won on a baseball diamond yeah louisville yeah yeah who gives a shit new york city fc yeah new york city <laughs> fc won an mls yeah. cup on a and then got the world's smallest banner <laughs> god bless them <laughs> well omaha got owner suite smoke you know, you know? Hey, so you know. hey, if they're willing to pay the fines every week, living yeah. that one percent life down there with their fifty fans, great I, job. I've seen things. 
Time to die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Rutger Hauer. Get out of here. So, uh, ad lib that whole scene. Like, for real. Like oh, it, I don't doubt it. Yeah, and Bled. And we're, we're speaking about the death scene because, all right, backstory. We have made this joke numerous times that we equate Gary Green to Roy Batty in the classic uh, Ridley Scott film, Blade Runner. Yeah. Well, let's put it that way. Like, he only kind of looks like him because he's blonde. Yeah. And ha- his skin looks like a beat-to-shit baboon's ass that's <laughs> been stretched over a catcher's mitt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, at, you know, at the end, there's like... Oh, fuck that guy. This is the same dude that tried to get me to tell his fans to stop with all the Black Lives Matter stuff back right. in like 2020. A, like fuck a, that guy. Like, like, how do I get them to be quiet about this? Yeah, sponsors are mad. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. How about that? We have a lot of history with Omaha that a lot of people don't know. So. Yeah. They can eat shit. Yep. And not they, the good kind. They nope. can kiss my ass. Now, mind you, this is nothing about our friends Sean and Mike Well, we're not going to name names, but there are good Omaha social club people who haven't been talking absolute dog no. shit from day one. No. No. They're good dudes. They're good dudes. We'll put it that way. So. Yeah. But. Fuck those pineapple head ass motherfucking dickheads. But I'll tell you this. I hope, I hope they all go home crying on Saturday. Even my friends. I'm sorry, but sometimes you just got to cry. Yep. That's good. And I hope it's also not me that's crying. That is what I want. I don't want to be upset. But I, f- I want them to be disappointed. I have a feeling. Is that so bad, Mitch? That I want friends of mine to be disappointed because my sports team beat their sports team. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I think that that's just part of the deal. Yeah. But I also think, too, it's like, it's one of those things where I think we're going to be crying no matter what happens. I don't think it'll make me a bad person. When you hit, when you hit, your, when you hit your wagon to a certain horse, you got to back that horse to its, to its dying end. That's what, that's what we do. Like I told you, like, I'm always going to believe. Like, I'm, I'm always going to believe in this squad. Like yeah. that's just that's just the way it works, you know. When, like if you're a fan, if you're a true fan of this club, you're always gonna believe. It's like how I was as a Bucks fan, right? And yeah. when, like in the in people think you're silly year on year when they don't do anything. Exactly. Kind of like when they were. Why lo- the fuck would I not believe in this? Like people, like legit people would make fun of me for like wearing Bucks gear and stuff when they're losing like 50, 60 games a year, right? Look, Grant, there are way more obvious things to make fun of you about. And that's what I'm. That's exactly my point. <laughs> but then it's like to be there when they were able to like win the whole fucking thing. Right. And see like, you know, the Deer District and see what it became and know that like I was there when I was buying seats on the floor for 10 bucks because they were pretty much giving them away, Right. And being there for those years and then being there to see everything. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Being a fan, that's what it's all about. And that's it comes from believing. And I'd rather not have it be, you know, 20 years from now. No. Why can't it be us now? It could, like, we're right here. Like, like Mitch, Mitch just brought. I'm a Cubs fan, man. All yeah, I had he, is belief he, my entire life. And you got it. And, and you remember how sweet that moment was. That that you had that, and then like it made all the years of suffering. I legitimate, I legitimately started crying when yeah, we won it all because it made all those years of suffering, all the bullshit, all that stuff. It just washed away, like that one moment as soon as you saw that ball go into his mitt to end the game. It's all gone. It's all gone, and like for the rest of your life, like, like I had family, like I had family who, like generations of family who never saw the Cubs win the right. win the fucking series. You know, like and if and I can ask you this now, it's like so for the rest of your life. Do you really care if the Cubs win another one? I mean, it'd be nice. It'd man. be nice, but do you really care? Like you've seen it, like you saw That's the true. impossible, right? I'm, I'm gonna be real. If if I had a choice between the Cubs winning the World Series again or Ford Madison winning a it's US Ford League Madison. one title, Ford Madison. That's where I like, time. Andrew knows this. Like I've seen the you Bucks. You guys are a couple of sickos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that USL League One sicko is basically a title of mine by now, especially forward Madison sicko. Yeah. I am. I, I think I am arguably the forward Madison. I think sicko. it's been well established that we are the sickos around this club because we love this club and we love this this stuff way too much, and that's okay. That's okay. But like I said, I'm like Mitch. I try to hide it from people that don't. I know you don't. Well. I know you do. But you do. I would do a terrible job. <laughs> you do a terrible job of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, I'm like Mitch, where it's like I'm I've on seen- a fucking podcast. How am I going to hide that? Like yeah. we're on the radio. Like why else are we doing this? Oh, we're not going to pay for this. I got to so. edit the radio show tonight. We're mm-hmm. fucked. No, I'll do it tomorrow morning. And do it tomorrow morning. You'll be fine. I still yeah. got a video. We already have five minutes. We'll be fine. So, but <laughs> I think too the thing is like for me, I'm like just like you. Like I've seen the Bucks do it. Right, that, I never thought I would ever see the Bucks get to a finals, mm-hmm. you know, and they fucking won it. Right. So now for me, it's seeing this club, seeing this club do the work, and they're it'd be and, nice. And like you said, it'd be real nice. They're me. right here, they're right here because you never know if you're getting another shot. I would hope that we get another shot, but you never know. Yeah, but yeah. you never know. We're right here, and we have a good club, and we have been saying this from the beginning of the season. This is a club. They are capable. That is capable of winning an, well, a USL capable. one title. They're capable. So, they just got to do a. They, they got to do, do the do job. Got to do the job. Well, fucking, it. We, we've there. talked way too long tonight already. We're so. at a, we're at fifty five minutes almost. And yeah, they're used to it. We didn't even have an interview. Man. This is a short one. Yeah. Considering that, like we we normally go for like an hour and a half. Well, so. we normally have way more interesting people than just us. Yeah, it's exciting though. It's exciting though this weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to be pacing very nervously. I know. So, let's see. Games at six. Uh, it's just nice. Like I'm like. Yeah, our games at six, and then Tormenta's also at six. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. Anybody that's listening to this, there's no chance anybody's listening to this who hasn't been to a game already. Okay, let's be, let's be completely honest. But I will tell you this: tell as your a friends. soccer fan for a lot of years, I. Watch TV, pacing nervously. Show up to a fucking Ford Madison game. Sing your lungs out, and yep. you don't have to pace nervously the entire time. <laughs> hit a drum. Go hit a drum. Yeah, uh, grab a flagpole. Be loud. Be angry. Fucking, you know, be be an old asshole gas bag yeah. that just spews nonstop bullshit the entire time from the fucking ad boards. Great. Yes, yeah, we great. need you. Great. Be there on Saturday. Bring your friends. Yeah. I'm going to be sitting in a chair up in the uh, up in the press box, but I'll, I'm going to be wishing I was down there with you guys because the entire time I'm going to be wishing I had room to pace up there in that tiny little press box. Quest- and question is. I'm going to buy you, if we win this game, Mitch, I'm going to buy you two whiskey sours and you are getting fucking blotto drunk. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> one, whiskey, Ooh. I'll, I'll, one whiskey sour and one pink flamingo. Got to get a pink flamingo in there. So to Cheney. You can and, add to your Chaney. pink flamingo to whatever drinks I buy you because you are going home in a fucking Uber that night. Uh, You're going. I think we're all going home in Ubers if we win. Yeah, probably. Honestly, um, Jimmy honestly. K is going to be staying here. Okay. So he'll be he'll be with us, and also is a very possible, uh, very high possibility that Mel from Minneapolis will be staying here. Oh, we are bringing out all the fucking low lifes for this one. They like Mel and Daniel and Jens and like a bunch of the people from Jesus like Christ. from Thunderwall are coming down. It's like this. We have uh, Myra is coming up from. Oh yeah, Myra. She, yeah, she's coming up from Mariah. Chica- yeah, Mariah. Mariah. She's coming up from Chicago. Yeah. Um, all our friends know how big this is. Um, like I said, Jimmy K is coming. Full on fucking ghoul mode. This Robin Vinji's coming into town. I mean, we have the ghouls coming into town for this Ooh. match. This is the biggest game that we've had in, f- in four years. It's basically the Halloween match because we don't have another home game this season. Correct. Straight up, we we can, we cannot right. pass. We cannot pass for the five seed at this point. So. so like, fucking come out and have a good time because we won't have another one of these until like fucking April at least. Nope. This is this. Enjoy yourselves. March maybe. In breeze? No. Preseason? Preseason maybe. We had we had preseason match against uh, DePaul. So, but those will be closed doors. So, what I'm trying to do is tell everybody else, get out out to this match because it's it's your last one for six months. We're gonna be missing this. Like that's the thing. It's like, don't be so wrapped up with the club and where the you know club. This is your last chance to do this. It's your last chance to get out there. This season. This season. Be with the people. Be with your friends. Be with your fans. Scream, yell, sing the songs, do all that kind of stuff. Support the boys. Because as you always say, Andrew, like as soon as the winter months get cold, we're going to be missing this. And the winter's going to be here before we know it. And God bless you. You're going to have to listen to us Yeah. without soccer to talk about. I think we can probably get Eric Leonard on the show, though. You think we can talk him into? I think so. Weekly? 
Well, maybe we just. So what you're what you're positing here, Grant, is that we just do loggers with Lenny and just drink all winter again. Yes. Oh, it's mm-hmm. Wisconsin. I don't know what else you expect. It is what sustains us. Yeah. Yeah. Then they. <laughs> it's not great, Mitch, but it's what we have. <laughs> and every time we go to Midtown Pub, they 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 ask us if we're coming back. Like I almost feel bad that like we kind of left them in the cold. <laughs> we could we could have gone there today. We could have done that today. Maybe like. If we'll do a show next week, we'll we'll go back to Midtown, just for, yeah. just for kicks. We can see, depending on what we're doing. Depending on what we're doing. Maybe, maybe if we have maybe if we have a game the next week, maybe I don't know. So if we, all bets are fucking off, if, if we, we get in, we do we play on, on like Saturday of next week? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Most likely, immediate. We will play the technically week after week cool. if we keep going. Te- cool. Technically, it could be any day between Friday and Sunday, but historically, the games have been on Saturday, with the exception of the final. The final is on the Sunday, the first Sunday in November. Okay. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm calling it finally. It's been like ten plus fucking minutes. What I will say is this. Thank you again to our Patreon backers. We got new fucking XLR mic cables in this week. They sound great. God bless. Yeah. 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 Wow, they sound great. It's uh, it's amazing what spending a little money can do. Um, we're going to be trying out some new audio for the post-match interviews this weekend as well. Uh, if it's bad, you can blame me. Um, send your uh, hate mail to newdogmazine at idontgiveashit.com. <laughs> And we'll get right back to you. Is that a registered domain? (laughs) If not, we're going to own it. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, look, we don't need to talk about music tonight. We don't need to talk about any of that shit. What matters is is this fucking weekend. Be at Breeze. We'll see you there, hopefully, before and after. And hopefully for a three fucking points and a playoff berth for the first time since 2019. There we go. I think we own it. (sighs) <sighs> All right. With that, we'll sign off. See you at Breeze on Saturday. And as Grant always says, be easy, everybody. Especially this week. We'll see you all next time. Bye.